Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on which part of the world you're located in. This is The Takeoff, and I'm your host, Norji. Welcome to my podcast. I can't even talk today. What's going on? <laughs> so yeah, today I wanted to talk about um, some of the things that I've gone through in my time of flying. Uh, as a lot of you might have already known, if you listen to my intro, um, I am a flight attendant, and for the past a little bit over four years, I've been flying for an airline in the U.S., and just it's just been great, but there's been some weird moments in my life, in my career. I'm still a flight attendant, even though during the time of COVID-19, I took some time off, but I'm going back next month, actually, in two weeks. I'll go back to flying after almost four months off. And anyway, so one time, every airline has different types of aircraft. So this aircraft is a smaller aircraft, and... um, Anyway, I'm working in the back, getting ready to start my drink service, and I'm focusing on, you know, I'm I'm so focused, making sure I got, you know, I have the right sodas, I have everything I need, blah, 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 you know, preparing. Suddenly, the bathroom door in the back galley, someone comes out, and you know, I really don't, I can see that someone's coming out, I'm aware but I'm focused, you know, in the middle of the flight where we try to get service done, you know, as soon as you do service, as soon as, you know, you're done and over with it, and flight attendants know that. But anyway, suddenly I feel like someone grabs my hand, and I'm like, wait, what, huh? Excuse me? Like, it was this big, muscular bodybuilder guy. He was older, very good looking. I was still shocked because he grabbed my hand. He rubs it, takes my hand and rubs it all over his chest. And he's like, you see this? And I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm like, I didn't even know what to say. He's like, if anyone gives you any issue, I'll protect you. I'll save you. And I was like, uh, oh, okay. Um, thank you. But I can protect myself. I noticed he kept going taking my hand down to his wee-wee, to his junk. I'm like, as soon as I was, I was like, cool, though, I was like, oh, excuse me. I was like, listen, I appreciate your help. I appreciate you offering your help, but, you know, if I do need help, I will let you know. I appreciate that. And tell them I'm about to start drink service. Uh, would you please take your um, seat so I can, you know, start my drink service, because he was blocking me. <laughs> And he came out the bathroom, and and uh, and honestly, I don't like people standing in my golly, you know, too much. It, it just, you know, I don't don't like them because who knows? People people will try and go into your your drawers and don't know how to close them right, get hurt, whatever. But I was that was one incident. I was like, oh my god, like I was so shocked. He. You know, it was a good-looking older man, um, and I, I was just shocked. He just took my, you know, allegedly he was straight, but 
honey, nowadays, this is the 21st century, you can be so-called straight married with five kids and still want this. You know, and, and then he was asking me for my number and everything. I, of course, I gave him a fake number. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna. It's just, I don't know. I don't like to mix and mingle too much with customers, passengers, depending on the type of workplace that I used to do. Um, I used to work at the hospital. I didn't know, like, especially at the hospital, I was not like, people would flirt. No, 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 no. Yeah, cooties, you're in the hospital. <laughs> you know, I didn't mean to be I mean to be rude, but still it's like, ugh. And so going into that also, I think, you know, about being married with kids and stuff. I one time had a pilot on a layover. We were on our way on a to to get the shuttle. I'm waiting. I'm brand new, by the way. I'm a brand new flight attendant. And I am waiting for the shuttle and next thing I know I get this pilot you know because I was standing off by myself um I really wasn't talking to anyone it was a long day of flying and it was late too I think it was like almost 11 o'clock at night I was beat because I started early so anyone that flies knows you know in an interview travel if you've been traveling all day flying Especially us flight attendants, we're up and down the aisle. We're pushing those carts that are 50, 60 pounds. It's, it takes a toll on your body. So, this captain, he was a captain, and he came over. He's like, oh, he started small talking. Good looking young guy. He comes over. He's like, hey, mind you, he, on flight long, because we kept the pilot, that captain, for for the last two legs, I believe. So it was like a four-leg day. Four flights a day. That day. And he came up to me and was talking he was talking about his family off, you know, flight. And like, nice guy, good looking guy, super sweet. Next thing you know, he said, hey, you know, um so a hole is a hole. A hole, like a round hole, is a hole. What are you doing later on tonight? I want to get off. Basically asking me, he wants to have sex with me. I was looked at him. I was like, I was first of all, I was shocked. He was bold. I looked at him. I was like, Oh, uh, uh, I'm going to sleep. I'm really tired. I've been flying all day. Appreciate it. I'm like in my head. I'm like, Yo, you were talking about you married, so-called straight. Have kids. We're talking about your kids. Talking about your wife. I can't be with a man giving you, you know, being on my knees or whatever and all for it. I'm gonna start personally. I'm gonna start thinking about your family and kids. Like I just can't do it. I can't. It's just my. Believe it or not, I got morals. <laughs> Flight attendants have morals. Okay. <laughs> um. I was just like, I was just shocked, the boldness, you know, and, and that's just like one story of many. I'm sure if you ask a flight attendant, they they will have a story, male or female flight attendant, by the way, because some of these captains don't care. They are as, as straight, so-called straight that they are, they're very, you know, Republican, and not to bring po- politics to it, but they're very, most of them are very, like, 
conservative and like da da da. Being conservative, they're just nasty. A lot of them are nasty. Having having uh, it's true what they say. They have a girlfriend in every uh, uh, city. You know, I've heard stories of pilots uh, in the hotel with their with their other half mistress or whatever you want to call them, and then knock knock, here's their wife. But crazy stuff. I mean, you just can't believe the stuff that you hear and see in those planes. It's just astonishing. It's astonishing. There was another time. I was for... It was... What day was it? It was New Year's Eve. And I was on my way to a Caribbean island. And... I had a layover. I was going to bring in the New Year's in that country. And I was in the back alley because I tend to work a lot of the back alley, um, work in the back of the plane because I like it. I like setting up the cards. I like setting, you know, the back alley, everything. I like getting drink service ready, like putting away. I enjoy it. I don't mind it. And so... It was in the middle. We were done service and everything, and I'm just standing in the back alley, looking into the air, into the aisle. And you know, there was a good-looking guy from that island comes to the back, and well, I'm gonna tell you, the island was the Dominican Republic. I was going to Santo Domingo, and uh, good Dominican-looking guy comes to the back start chit-chatting, start saying, oh, he just got divorced, you know, his wife was, you know, driving him crazy, blah, 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 He's like, oh, are you laying over? Are you staying in the Dominican Republic in San Amigo? And I was like, yeah, we're going to be laying over there. And he's like, oh, you know, you want to hang out? You want a good time? Let me show you a good time. I'm like, you okay? I'm not your divorce rebound. I mean, I'm listen. As flattering as I was, I was like, no, thank you. Like, though, the I don't know how do you say it. The just just the, the the guts that it takes to go up to someone, especially a straight man to to a guy. Hey, you want to have fun? Like, I heard stories, and I've experienced my first layover, international layover, was in that country, and I was in the, a pool, in the pool area, and I had to use the bathroom. I was brand new. I mean, spanking brand new. I was. I had to. Um. I had to use the bathroom. I go to the bathroom. I know this guy like always looking at me and da 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 in the pool, but I had to use the bathroom. I had to tinkle. So I'm in there. Guy comes up to in the bathroom. It was the only us. Pulls it out and said, "You want to play with it?" I froze. I didn't know because I was I was a very sheltered person before becoming a flight attendant. I really didn't do much. I I was you know a very fat kid that got gastric bypass surgery, lost weight. So he can follow his dreams of becoming a flight attendant. And I'm now, I felt like I was off to college, living life, experiencing. I ran out of that bathroom. Like, I was like, oh my God, like, uh, I appreciate it. I like, like, thank you for your offer, but no thanks. 
because I was so scared. I was scared, scared, scared to death. And a lot of friends of mine uh, was like, oh my God, you should have been like, yeah, let's go. Let's go to the bathroom. Let, I mean, let's go to one of the stalls in the bathroom. Let's go to my room. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I just couldn't. I, I, I was so scared. <laughs> um, it's just It's just crazy to me how ballsy guys are to flight attendants, you know, like, in the plane, in the hotel room, and, and, and a lot of times in that, in those hotels, like, they, in those countries, they know that you're crew, because they see, like, they know that you're not from there, even though you speak the language, they know that you're not from there, they know that you're crew, because they've been seeing us come in that hotel for a long time, and the people from the hotel let them know, too, because a lot of times it's the same people that work in the hotel that, you know, trying to hit on you either for money or to start a relationship with you so you can get so they can get their green card and become American citizens trust me it happens it doesn't just happen you know in the Caribbean island it happens everywhere you know and so you have to be very cautious and know you know not not learn don't be a don't don't be played be the player you know type of like you have to be up your game and know how to play the game. Trust me, later on, I did know how I, I knew how to play that game. But yeah, I mean, even though with all those craziness, you know, happening to me, oh, another thing. Like, I did Punta Cana layover one time. I always had to do But DR is not the only country, trust me. It's not the only country. I've been to Mexico. I've been um, laid over all over the U.S. and different Caribbean islands, Jamaica, Barbados. It happens everywhere. So, I was in Punta Cana, which is a great layover. And I was there for like 30 hours, 30-something hours. And the first officer tried to sleep with me. I was like, ew, no. Like, I just don't, I have something I don't like pilots. Like, no. Right now, I have, I've been in a committed relationship for the past two years, but this all happened, like, the first year and a half of my, of me being a flight attendant. Like, it just, boom. They come for you at full force. They smell that you're brand new, and they come for you. And, um, and even then, like, you always get people, like, hitting on you because they want they want a relationship with you because they think that they can fly for free. I'm like, dude, like, if you only knew that we have to wait around to to be able to fly for free, I was like, we barely, we, we mostly fly for free compared to what a ticket price costs, you know, because compared to buying a regular ticket sometimes it's too expensive, but anyway, it's, it's just crazy. You just have to learn, be stern, have some morals if you have any if you don't have any start having some <laughs> because some of these people are just nasty and they'll they'll sleep with anyone and you don't want to be one of many that they've slept with you don't want to work a flight and then oh start saying oh yeah I met this dude in this layover and they'll be like wait what's his name what does he look like what like oh I slept with him too you don't want to be one of those no no I choose who I want to sleep with. I choose who I want to enjoy this temple 
this thickness, this juiciness of a body that I have. You know, not everyone can get a ride on this ride. It's exclusive VIP. <laughs> and right now, only my boyfriend can ride it. <laughs> um, can enjoy this thickness, juiciness, succulent body of mine. But, yeah, just be very cautious when you're a new flight attendant. Because they will, people take advantage of you. You'll see some crazy stuff. And you just have to... Stand your ground, literally. Stand your ground and know is no. And know when you are in a in a situation that I put you in danger. Don't just kiki and haha and laugh it away. No. Get away from me. I don't want to talk to you. If you need to, you know, let other people know, let other people know what's going on. Call the police. Be safe. Because I've also heard some crazy stories of people getting roofie drugs in their layover and then literally being robbed or uh, raped. So just be cautious. You know, this career is an amazing career and I enjoy it with all with everything that I have. Like, I just, it's just it's just an amazing, precious career. You know, where one day you're in New York having breakfast and then the next day you are in Los Angeles having lunch and dinner, or San Francisco, Seattle, or, you know, uh, the Caribbean, or in South America somewhere, in Mexico, you know, like, it's such an amazing career that has opened so many doors for me, and you just have to stay focused and uh, be aware of your surroundings, too, because it is an amazing career, and don't let these, these, uh, uh, Losers try and get in your in your kitty cat or your bedusi. Okay, stay strong. <laughs> well, this is a takeoff, and I hope to. I hope that you enjoyed my little crazy antics and, and stories, and and I hope you enjoy me for another episode of this amazing podcast. I'm your boy Norgie, and this is a takeoff.